Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. So real estate market, we haven't talked about that in a while, but there are a lot of risks that people are completely overlooking. They're not even aware of them because we hear the argument for prices going up to infinity and beyond that we have low inventory. Everyone is locked into a super low fixed rate mortgage or they just own their house outright. They paid cash for it or they've made all the payments. So we have absolutely nothing to worry about. The housing prices will never, ever, ever, ever come back down. At least that's the narrative. It's kind of been the theme for the last few weeks here is the word narrative. But let's get over to a YouTube video that I just saw regarding New York City. And I think this is going to give us some incredible insights that are applicable to the overall real estate market in the United States. And this, I want to give a shout out to this kid's channel, Cash Jordan. Great channel. Looks like he's focused on what's happening in New York. Um, definitely check out his videos. Record rents, record homelessness, and now evictions have tripled. What the heck is happening to New York City? Now a new emergency. Families on the street. Hundreds of tenants across the city continue to get notices saying they are behind on the rent. Half of New Yorkers can't make it. They can't afford it. How far behind are you on your rent? Um, maybe like 10, 9 months. This blue line is the cost of living in all of Manhattan. Meanwhile, this family of 10 is now searching for a new home. You're at the mercy of the landlord. Bad news if you're a renter. And that's because evictions are surging right now. In fact, last year, city marshals carried out 12,000 evictions. And on top of that, there have been 550,000 eviction cases filed since 2019, which is like... Okay, so right about now, I'm sure a lot of people are saying, okay, George, we're talking about evictions here in New York. This is renters. This has absolutely nothing to do with homeowners. That's where you would be wrong. Because as we play... This uh, I'm obviously I'm not going to play the whole thing here, but a couple minutes of this video, you'll see that the main reason why these renters are behind on rent or they can't pay at all is because all their other living costs are going up. So let's just assume for a moment that you have a fixed rate mortgage. Fantastic. That is great news. But you still have to come up with a $2,500 a month to pay that mortgage. So what happens when your food costs increase? What happens when your property taxes increase? What happens... When your insurance costs increase, your kids' tuition increases, your health care costs increase, but you've got nothing to worry about, right? Because your mortgage payment is still $2,500. But yet, in reality, you do have something to worry about because as your other costs go up, it makes it harder and harder and harder for you to pay that $2,500 mortgage. Or even if you own your house outright, if all these other costs go up, you lose your job. And at a certain point, the only thing left, the only purchasing power that you can tap into is either taking a home equity line of credit or let's say a cash out refi. And that gives you another additional monthly payment that you most likely can't afford. Or you just have to sell your house. And then what happens to inventories? Well, then they go up. And remember, home prices are set at the margin. So if we have 500,000 homes that are available right now in the United States, very low inventory. That's right. But what happens if that number just bumps up to 750? What happens to the prices of the values of all the other homes in the United States? They go down dramatically in nominal terms. Let's keep going. 
like serving evictions to the entire populations of Buffalo and Jersey City put together. And that's why we're going to find out why evictions are up, where people go after they get evicted. And we're going to talk to a local realtor about what people who've been evicted can do if they still want to find an apartment in the city. If you've been evicted, can you still get a New York apartment? Yes, you can, but it's complicated. But before we learn what you can do to get an apartment after losing one to the eviction process, it's important to first understand why evictions are up in the first place. The problem here is back rent. So many families are struggling to catch up and the number of those being evicted could rise to a level we haven't seen in years. Back rent, that's the term used to describe what happens when you are behind on the rent payments that you owe every single month. For example, if you've got a $2,000 apartment and you owe three months of back rent, that's $6,000 in back rent that you're gonna owe. And that's why I use the word shadow inventory on the thumbnail. Right? We think of shadow inventory in terms of commercial real estate, where, yes, the individual business is making the payment, the lease payment every single month, but at the end of the lease, they're not going to renew because they're only utilizing 10% of the space. So although that 90% is, is uh, although there is cash flow coming to the landlord for that 90% in two months or a year or two years or whatever, when that lease expires, they're not going to have that. So it's, it's basically a shadow type of inventory. And you see the exact same thing with residential, right? Where if these people are behind on their payments by three, four months, it looks like you've still got a renter in there. Fantastic. Well, yeah, that's if they pay you the back rent. But at some point in time, you're going to have to evict them. And where are you going to find that next renter if no one can afford the payment to begin with? Why? Because all the other prices the other stuff that they have to buy, such as food, have gone up to a point where they just have no more income left. At a time of rising inflation and job losses, many New Yorkers are struggling with the basics, which is why more and more folks are behind on their rent and why evictions are going up. New York City already has some of the highest rents in the entire country for some of the worst apartments you'll ever see. But if the rent's already pretty much unaffordable and now your groceries are up, your utilities are up, your subway fares are up. If everything you do has also gone up, the apartment you previously could afford might now be unaffordable. And there's the- There you go. There you go. And you could just replace that apartment uh, that you used to be able to afford is now unaffordable. You could say that house mortgage payment that you used to be able to afford is no longer affordable. This idea that if somebody gets evicted, they're not responsible, they're a bad person or something, but no, that's not the case at all. When you sign a lease, you sign for a year and you make that decision based on what your estimated living expenses are. You know how much your food costs, you know how much your utilities typically are, but if those change during the course of your lease or if something comes along to rock the boat, you could be in a really tough situation and that's unfortunately happening to a lot of good people. Exact same thing with mortgages, once again, right? When you sign up for that mortgage at a... 3% 3% fixed rate, uh, a 30-year, 3% fixed rate, you're, you're good to go, right? I mean, hey, look, I'm making $5,000 a month, and I should have that indefinitely into the future. I've got job security, so I can afford $2,000 a month for the next 30 years. Oh, right, but that's when your grocery bill every single week was $200. What happens when your grocery bill every... T- week goes up to $400. And in addition to that, what happens when fuel costs go up? What happens when your health insurance costs go from 600 up to 1500? What happens when your property taxes go up? Well, now all of a sudden, you've got to make 6,000 a month, maybe 7,000 a month to be able to afford that $2,000 payment. And what if your wages don't go up? And by the way, what if we go into a recession where you lose your job? 
Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Jason Hartman, real estate, and Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. You see how this turns so quickly. People, especially when you consider that 63% of people cannot afford a $500 emergency if it happens right now. And, and I would, and I've gone over that many times on this channel. But what he didn't say there is yes, that is true for 63% of Americans, but 40% of Americans are living paycheck, paycheck to paycheck that are making over $100,000 a year. And if your e-bike needs a new battery, that could cost $500. And if your bike gets stolen, you're looking at $1,500 to $2,000. And using this as an example, if something happens to this bike, now the person can't earn the money needed to fix it and repair it because it's gone. And since a lot of people live paycheck to paycheck, even owning a nice car like a BMW doesn't mean something can't come along and have you get behind on your rent. Yeah, I remember going over the CPI report the other day. I was either doing it when I was uh, on the computer just researching or on a live stream where one of the biggest cost increases over the past year has been repair costs for your car. So sure, yeah, great. You're making five grand a month. Fantastic. Your car breaks down and instead of costing $1,000, now it costs $4,000 to fix that transmission, let's say. Well, if you don't have the additional money, then you don't fix the car. You don't fix the car, you don't go to work, whether it's a car or an e-bike <laughs> in the case of New York City. Like thousands of people, he doesn't have the back rent to stay in his Bronx apartment. It was very frustrating for me not to be able to have the money to pay the rent. Uh, I fell behind. Fell behind after having surgery. Man, that is such a sad story to hear, but it's an unfortunate reality for many people living here in the city, and it's only going to become more common as things head in the direction that they are. First of all, we're talking about a medical injury, and the healthcare system in America bankrupts people, even people with insurance, because deductibles are now completely unaffordable. And there's another problem. According to this study, 1.8 million New Yorkers are self-employed. If you're self-employed and you get injured, you are not working and this is gigantic snowball because since you can't work you can't earn money but now you've got bills that are piling up that need to be paid and that's how the the back rent happens and people's savings are getting completely wiped out on top of that if you can't afford a 500 emergency now how is that going to change in six or eight months if you're working the same job and if you're still responsible for paying the same rent and how do you recover financially from something like that it almost sounds like a trap that you're just stuck in and, and you can't get out of no matter what there you go. Great points. And I would add, uh, you know, what happens if you go into a recession and the unemployment rate in that environment most likely goes up. Fewer people have jobs. So I know that what most people like to do when they look at the housing market is just simply fixate 
on the lack of inventory or they focus exclusively on people being in a fixed rate, a low fixed rate 30 year mortgage or people owning their house outright. But you've got to look at the nuance. You've got to look at the details. You've got to scratch beneath the surface. And when you do, you see that there are tremendous risks in the housing market that we should be cognizant of. I'm not saying that the housing market is going to collapse tomorrow. I am saying that it's wildly overpriced. I don't think that's debatable at all. But what we have to do is we have to look at the probabilities. We have to look at the risk reward as an example in investing in real estate, residential real estate, or buying a home. And when you look at the potential upside relative to the potential potential downside, I don't know that it really makes sense, but I'll let you be the judge. The only thing I'm trying to do here is just give people enough ammunition and enough data to actually make an educated decision. Because most people look at the risks and the rewards and they have no idea what the risks are and they simply get fixated on the reward. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. Now we've got Josh queued up with a message about Rebel Capitalist Live directly from me, my cell phone, and my office. So I'll sign off. Let Josh take it from here. We'll see you in the next video, guys. Hey, guys, I want to ask you a personal question. What are you going to do if we have a banking crisis? What are you going to do if the states split due to what's happening at the border? Or maybe we have this debt crisis. Or maybe we just have a recession. What are you going to do? Now, you may say to yourself, George, I got this one covered. I got my gold, silver, Bitcoin. I got my treasuries. I got my stocks. I'm good to go. Really? How did that work out for you back in 2020 when the government locked you in a cage? You see, my point is we definitely have to prioritize our financial future. We have to survive whatever is coming our way in 2024. And I can assure you, it's going to be very tumultuous and very volatile. I always say the bigger the crisis, the bigger the opportunity. How do you do that? You've got to get educated. You've got to surround yourself by like-minded people. And there's no better place to do that than at Rebel Capitalist Live. That's the conference I have. It's coming up. We're going to be showing you what we are doing with our own portfolios. And more importantly, what we're doing in our own lives. You're going to be able to take these strategies and implement them in your own life. All of this is going to be completely actionable. In my opinion, this is one of the best ways to create the future you want. Take the bull by the horns. Don't leave it up to someone else. Don't leave it up to the government. This is your job to make sure that you're doing everything you can to build the life you want to live, not only for yourself, but for your family. You can get your tickets right now at rebelcapitalistlive.com. 